So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. All right, what's up, Legacy Maker? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Kevin Torres, and I'm all about helping new or soon-to-be dads get into amazing shape without sacrificing family time because I know all too well what it's like to be in the throes of early fatherhood and to have all of those demands pulling for your attention and the things that you love to do and need to do for yourself tend to fall by the wayside, right? And a year goes by, two years, three years, suddenly you're 20, 30 pounds heavier wondering, how the hell did I get here and how the hell do I get out of here? How do I get back to my own health and fitness? And on this show, I share some tips and tricks to help you prioritize your health and fitness without overhauling your lifestyle, without sacrificing family time, without eating out of a Tupperware while the rest of your family eats a regular dinner, all right? And on today's episode, I'm gonna talk to you about my the three mistakes that I'll never make again, okay? Three mistakes that I've made in my health and fitness journey that I'll never make again, and I don't want you to make again or to make in the first place, okay? But before we jump into all that, I put together a brand new, totally free guide for nutrition, a free nutrition guide that um, you can get at dadbodwad.net forward slash free. And in this guide, you're going to find the exact meal protocol that I give to my clients in the Forging Lead Fathers program. It's going to tell you exactly how much to eat, what foods to eat, uh, when to eat them, at what times to eat them, the portions and everything. And then I give a sample meal plan of exactly what I eat throughout the day, literally, I, my exact meal plan. Like if you were in my fitness pal looking at my profile, you would see these exact foods in my meal plan. So one, I give you a sample meal plan you know, that you could put together yourself. And then I actually share my daily meal plan with you so you can get a sense of what I eat throughout the day so you could use that as a model. Just head over to dadbodwad.net forward slash free. And the reason why I put this together is because this is what you've requested. This is what you said you wanted. You said you were struggling with nutrition. So I want to help you with that. I want to hook you up with this totally free guide around nutrition so you can change your mindset so you can actually start eating carbs and start eating regular meals and not fasting and not starving yourself or anything along those lines. And seriously, it's a game changer. So head over to dadbodwad.net forward slash free and get your copy today. Also, if you're not already in the free private Facebook community, head over to Facebook and just search Dad Bodwad private community. And there you're going to find you're going to find hundreds of guys just like you who are also creating a legacy of health and fitness for their families, who are getting support, who are supporting one another, who are asking questions, who are just using it as like an online fitness journal, like post a sweaty selfie every single day as you know personal accountability, whatever. Just go there. It's an amazing community. Again, Facebook, search Dad Bod Wad private community and you're going to find it there. All right. So without further ado, let's jump into the three mistakes that I'll never make again. And really, the the thing that we have to understand is that, you know, the fitness industry is saturated with different ideas, right? With thousands of ideas. 
and programs and nutrition protocols and diets and fitness trends and all that stuff. And again, I'm not knocking any of them. In fact, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on the limb here and say all of them work. Every single one of them works, right? There are testimonials and success stories for everything from Zumba to CrossFit. And I guarantee if you absolutely love Zumba and it was like your thing and you love the music and you love dancing in your living room and you can stick to it, I'm sure you'd see incredible results from doing Zumba every day, right? The thing is, is, you know, not everything isn't going to work for everybody, not because everybody's body is different, right? But because it's just up to personal preference, right? Are you going to do, you, I don't know, maybe you like Zumba. I personally can't get into Zumba, right? So I'm not going to be sitting there in my living room dancing like a, you know, like a psychopath in my living room dancing. Um, you know, that might be for somebody else. The point is, is whatever you stick to is whatever you're going to see results, right? And it's the same thing with the, with diets. Now diets, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about why I think they're just like some flat out bad ideas, but you know, whether it's keto or intermittent fasting or paleo or vegan, you're going to see success success stories. There are people out there with abs for every single one of those diets. And again, does that mean that they, you know, does that mean that like, I don't, does that mean that they work? Yes, they do work. Does that mean that they're sustainable and like, you know, good for you and your lifestyle? No, probably not, right? So, you know, intermittent fasting, for example, is, you know, where you eat for eight hours a day, but then don't eat for 16 hours a day. Like maybe, you know, if you have a regular nine to five job and you don't have a baby that wakes up at five in the morning, right? Maybe that's like sustainable for you. Maybe you could wake up at, you know, eight o'clock and not eat until 12 o'clock and then eat from 12 to eight. And then, you know, that's it, right? Like that that seems reasonable. But if you're waking up at like 5 a.m. with the baby and you're not eating until 12 or 1 o'clock, that's a really long stretch of just sitting around being hungry, right? So for me, intermittent fasting doesn't work. Or, you know, keto. Can you really go the rest of your life without eating carbs again, without bagels, without a piece of bread, without pizza, right? I can't. So, you know, anyway, I'm going off on a little tangent here about diets, but the point is, is everything out there probably works. You just have to find what works for you. Now, with that, the first mistake that I made in my fitness and you know my health and fitness journey is around strategy. Right? It's either I was following the wrong strategy, or I didn't commit to one particular strategy. Okay, and so. What I mean by following the wrong strategy is I I didn't know what I was doing, right? Like, you know, just like what do I what do I eat? What do I not eat? When do I work out? Does meal timing matter? Should I work out fasted in the morning? Should I work out, you know, after I eat something? Whatever, right? And I I never really gave enough time to one particular strategy before I would move on to the next thing and try that, right? So let's say I was trying a new diet and it was like, you know, like intermittent fasting, for example, right? I, I would do it for like a week or two, feel hungry and cranky, be like, oh, this isn't working for me. Let me try something else. Then I would do low carb and I would do that for a week or two and be like, oh man, I really need some carbs. This isn't working for me. And I try something else, right? And then, you know, I tried counting macros and, you know, sitting there 
for a week or two on my phone with my fitness pal, getting stressed out, be like, ah, this isn't working. Try something else, right? And, you know, the one thing that I'll say is like, at least I was trying something, right? Other people don't even have a strategy. They go into the gym and they're like, okay, so what am I going to do today? I guess I'll do bicep curls and some, you know, push-ups or something or squats, right? So two, two lessons that I want you to take away from this is one, don't go into any fitness, uh, any fitness venture sort of like blind, right? Without a plan. Don't just like go to the gym today and see what you're going to do, right? Like, I guess maybe I'll do the elliptical or maybe I'll, I'll do the treadmill or maybe I'll lift some weights. Like find a routine, right? Like a six week routine, an eight week routine, or just a daily routine that that's, you know, like that, that's being programmed for you. Like in, in the Forging Lead Fathers, I program daily for my clients. So every day they have a workout in their app and stick to that, right? Don't just do like you know, like I said, Zumba one day, CrossFit the next day, ultra marathon training the other day, right? Find a strategy, find a program uh, and stick to that. Same thing with diet, right? If you're going to try something like keto or intermittent fasting or paleo or, or low carb and all that stuff, which I don't recommend trying any of those, but if you were going to try that, don't just bounce from week to week, right? And expect to see results. And when you don't see results in a week, you say, ah, this sucks. I quit, I'm going to try something else, right? You're not giving it enough time to play itself out, right? You're not giving it enough time to see it through. Imagine if you were putting money in the stock market and you would, you know, you take $100, put it in the stock market and you don't see any return immediately. So you're like, oh, I guess this stock market thing is a, is a hoax. It doesn't really work. There are no returns. I'm pulling out after a week, right? No, you got to let the money sit there for a little while. Let it ride. Let it, let it go up and down. Let it, let it, you know, see the, you know, the trends and all that stuff. And, you know, at the end of that year, what work could your $100 have made you, right? Maybe a 20% return, maybe a 30% return. Who knows? But over the course of the year, but in the course of a week, you're probably not going to see that much of a difference, right? So number one tip, number one mistake that I made was bouncing around from strategy to strategy or not having a strategy at all, okay? The number two mistake that I was making a lot was around my mindset. I would have, you know, I, I just had like a, a limited belief as to whether I could actually achieve the type of results that I wanted to achieve, okay? So the, let me tell you, the definition of self-sabotage, and if you're multitasking, come back to me because this is really important. You know, you might want to actually write this down. The definition of self-sabotage is saying you want something externally, right? Saying you want something externally, but holding a more strongly held belief internally, Okay, so again, the definition of self-sabotage is claiming you want something externally, but holding a more strongly held belief internally. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is, let me ask, as you're listening to this right now, whether you're doing some chores or you're driving or, or whatever, or you're working out maybe, in your heart of hearts right now, your mind, your heart of hearts, if I were to say, hey, do you think you could become a millionaire in the next six months? Do you think you could become a millionaire in the next six months? Where, where's your head at right now? What are you thinking to yourself? Do you think you could become a millionaire in the next six months? Yes or no? 
Because whatever you your answer to that question is, is true, all right? Whatever you're, however you're answering that question in your head right now, it's true. So if you're saying, yes, I do think I could become a millionaire in the next six months, that's true. If you're saying, no, I don't think I could become a millionaire in the next six months, that's also true, right? Whatever you internally believe about your potential outcome is what's actually going to happen, right? It's going to dictate the type of action you take, which is going to dictate the type of results you get, which is going to confirm, right? Like a self-fulfilling prophecy, it's going to confirm your actual beliefs. So let me break this down for you. If and, and, and let me add, like I know you if, if your answer is no to the million dollar question, right? Like do you think you become a millionaire in the next six months? Why? You maybe you don't feel like you have the right connections, you don't have the right degree, you don't have the right opportunity, the right job, you just can't see how that's gonna happen when you get a salary, right, of of a couple of thousand every two weeks. How am I gonna turn that into millions of dollars, right? You're 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 you have a hundred of limiting beliefs inside of your heart right now that's keeping you from saying like, yeah, I could probably become a millionaire in the next six months, right? Your family didn't wasn't millionaires. You don't come from a family of millionaires. You don't hang out with millionaires, right? So you're like, I don't, you know, how do I, would I invest in something? Is it a Ponzi scheme? Is Kevin selling me something right now? What's going on here, right? So you have all these thoughts, all these doubts in your head that's keeping you from achieving that goal. Um, and it's the same thing with your health and fitness. If you claim you want to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds or 30 pounds, right, on the outside, like, man, I really need to get in shape. Man, I want to get in shape. But what are your internal beliefs that are strongly held? What are your more strongly held beliefs internally? Do you believe that you could lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds? Do you believe that fathers can actually be fit? Do you believe that somebody within your career right somebody on your in your track right in your career track do you believe that somebody like you a busy dad with a busy career right with a ton of on his plate like you know figuratively can actually lose weight and get in shape because if you don't believe that in your heart of hearts it's not going to happen do you believe that you yourself right now you the family you come from, the body that you have right now, the habits that you have right now, the mindset that you have right now, your your relationship with food, do you believe you yourself right now that you can lose 20 pounds this year? I can't answer that for you. You have to answer that yourself. But my point is, is if you have any doubt in your heart right now, like, no, I don't think I could really lose 20 pounds this year. Well, the answer, whatever you, however you answer that question, you're right. If you don't believe you could lose 20 pounds this year, you won't. If you do believe you could lose 20 pounds this year, you're right. However you answer that question is right. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. You have to change your mindset in order to believe that you could actually achieve the thing that you want to achieve. I'm not going to invest in something that's like, hey, you could become a millionaire in the next six months if you just do this and this and that, if I don't actually believe that I could become a millionaire, right? If I'm like, no, dude, you come from a single family house, you live, you know, in this household, you're born and raised in Brooklyn, right? Like you're, you're a blue collar, a white collar, you're not going to become a millionaire. Why are you going to, why would I invest, you know, waste my time invest in that, right? Or it's like, hey, 
I could become a millionaire in the next six months. I, I, I have the right education. I have the right skills. I have the right grit, the right know-how. I could figure this out. I can crack this case, crack this nugget, right? And, 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 and invest in this program. All right, let's do this. Your beliefs, your limiting beliefs are potentially holding you back from achieving your true potential. And again, the, the reason why I'm saying this was a mistake of mine is because for the longest time, I believed like I can't get in shape, right? I always struggled with weight in high school. I always struggled with weight, you know, even in the army, I struggled with weight. I was always, you know, guys would call me roly poly and stuff like that. Like I really struggled with it. You know, I had no idea what I was doing in terms of nutrition, but I struggled with my weight. And so when I set out to start my own fitness journey, like a, in externally, I claimed that I wanted to get fit. I claimed that I wanted to be strong. I claimed that I wanted to have a six pack, but internally, I didn't actually believe that I could. I didn't actually believe that I could. And so I kept taking half-assed effort, half-assed action, which then gave me half-assed results, which then confirmed my half-assed limiting beliefs, right? So instead of like going all in on a nutrition protocol, I would, you know, dabble a little bit. I'd, you know, eat semi-clean, but I would still eat out and drink beers and stuff like that and be like, see, I'm not getting abs. See, I, a guy like me can never get abs, right? And so I would confirm that for myself. It wasn't until I started really believing like, dude, you have two kids, you have a third on the way, you run, you know, you're, you're, you run a, a podcast around fitness for fathers, an Instagram around fitness for fathers. You lead a community of, of, of fathers who are trying to create a legacy of health and fitness. Like not only can you get a six pack and be in six shape, you have to be, you have to prove that it's doable. And until I really started framing my mind around this, like I have to do this, this is totally doable. I have to do this, this is totally doable. Then I started taking massive action to start achieving that result. And I'm still on that journey and I'll share the results with you here in the next couple of weeks. But, you know, it's all starts with your mindset. And the third thing that I want you to, but before I move on to the third thing, does that resonate? Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying here? What are some of your thoughts, some of your reflections, some of your clarifying questions? You could email me, kevin at dadbodwa.net with clarifying questions or find me, uh, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and be like, Kev, you were mentioning this. What exactly did you mean, okay? So remember, the definition of self-sabotage is claiming you want something externally but holding on to a more strongly held belief internally, right? I want to be fit and strong but I don't actually believe that I can because my father was heavy, my mom was heavy, I come from a family of obese people with diabetes and stuff like that, it's not gonna work for me. Or I wanna be you know, strong and, and have a six pack, but I have this really amazing career that you know demands a lot of time for me and I also have two kids at home and busy dads with you know high achieving careers can never get in shape, right? What are your internally strongly held beliefs that are holding you back from actually taking the action you need to take and getting you the results that you want for real, okay? Keep that in mind. Um, and for God's sakes, you know, this is America. You could probably become a millionaire in the next six months. So if you don't believe that, start believing that too, okay? Uh, sidebar. Okay, and the third mistake that I made in my fitness journey that I don't want you to make is I had a lack of accountability, a lack of accountability, right? 
I was a lone wolf. I was doing it all by myself, right? I tried everything by myself. I kept it a secret in most cases from most people, right? I, I didn't tell people like, hey, I'm going to the gym or hey, I'm, I'm on a new fitness program or, you know, I, I, I didn't have any friends that I shared it with. I didn't have any coaches that I was accountable to or anything along those lines, right? Every diet that I tried, I tried by myself. Why? Because I was like, I'm smart. I can figure this out, right? Um, or I'm embarrassed and I don't want to you know, be seen asking for help, right? Or I'm too proud and I don't want to actually take feedback and implement feedback from somebody else, right? Or I'm, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, I was telling myself I'm too blank for coaching. Maybe I was too cheap. I didn't want to pay for it. Or, you know, I was too, you know, vulnerable. I didn't want to like ask for help, right? Or I didn't want to admit that I needed help. Or maybe I just didn't want to commit to a particular package for three months, right? I was like, you know, do I really want to commit to counting my macros for three months? Do I really want to commit to a keto for three months? Like, I, do I really want to commit to a specific, you know, workout program that somebody's going to prescribe me for three months, right? And so I never had an, I never had the accountability that I needed to succeed. And when you don't have accountability, it's easy to quit on yourself. It's easy to quit on yourself. You'd probably quit on yourself a thousand times a week, right? You tell yourself, oh, I'm going to eat healthy today. And then you don't. Why? Because who's going to get mad at you if you don't? Who's going to get mad at you? Who's going to come over there and punch the, 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 the freaking Burger King out of your hands, right? Nobody. Nobody's going to get pissed at you. You're not going to have like a crowd of people looking at you disappointed like, come on, dude, what are you doing, right? It's easy to quit on yourself. It's easy to quit on yourself. Driving home, you hit the drive-thru. Driving to work, you buy a donut or, or, or Starbucks with like a ton of sugar in it, whatever, or you hit the vending machine up at work, right? It's easy to quit on yourself or you don't go for a workout, right? You might tell your wife, yeah, I'm going to go for a run later. And then, you know, she sees you on the couch later. It's like, oh, weren't you going to go for a run? It's like, oh yeah, I'm too tired, babe. She's not like, you disgusting piece of crap, right? She's going to be like, okay, cool. Then let's watch TV together, right? Better for her. She doesn't have to worry about you running around at nighttime or, you know, her being alone for another hour, right? She gets to have you on the couch. And so she's going to be like, yeah, it's great. Don't go for a run. Just sit with me. Okay. So when you don't have accountability, it's easy to quit on yourself versus when you have accountability, whether that's through a coach, whether that's through a program, whether that's through, you know, a, a workout buddy or whether that's through like me and the Forging Elite Fathers, right? Like, let's say you have a workout buddy. It's different when it's like when you're going to go for a run or go to the gym and you're feeling a little sluggish and you quit on yourself. That's one thing, right? But when your friend is like, all right, dude, I'm ready. I'm, I got my shorts on. I'll meet you at the gym in 10 minutes. Well, then, damn, you better get going, right? You're not going to leave them high and dry. That's messed up. Or, hey, I'm on the, I'm in, I'm in route. I'm going to come pick you up right now. You're still ready to go, right? I'll be there in 10 minutes. I'm ready. I took my pre-workout. I'm amped, right? You're not going to be like, sorry, bro. I'm a little tired right now, right? That's freaking wuss, right? You're going to be like, all right, dude. Yeah, I'm ready. Even if you don't want to go, you're going to be like, oh, man, all right, here I go. And then when you're there, you're going to be like grateful that you're there. You're not going to be like, why are we here? The whole time, you're not going to say that. You're going to start loosening up. You're going to warm up, and then you're going to start working out, and you're going to feel better, right? And then afterwards, you're going to be grateful that you did. You're going to be like, all right, all right. I didn't want to come here, but I'm glad that I did. I'm glad my friend dragged me out, and I got a good workout in, right? Or when you work with a coach like me, 
in my program, you have daily accountability. I'm checking in on you every single day. Yo, how did you sleep? How, how are you feeling? What are your hunger levels like? Um, is there anything coming up throughout the day that might throw you off your game plan today? You know, Or, hey, I noticed that you haven't logged your meals in my fitness pal for the last couple of days. What's going on with that? Or, hey, I noticed that you're up three or four pounds in the last few days. What are you doing differently that then last week, this week, what are you doing differently? It's like, oh, I have a relative visiting or, you know, my, my in-laws were in town or, yeah, we went out and this and that. And it's like, okay, great. So you, And then you get right back on the horse because you have that person, that accountability staring at you saying, hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? Like, what are you trying differently? Versus when you're by yourself and you have no accountability, who's going to walk you off the ledge? Who's going to talk you to, who's going to steer you back in the right direction if you're going off the ledge for a weekend and that leads into a week, and that leads into a second week, and a third week, and suddenly the rote workout program that you were committed to for a few weeks has now fallen by the wayside. It's now been about a week or two since you've worked out. It's been a week or two since you've been eating clean. And then because of that, you say, oh, screw it. I'll do another week. Oh, screw it. I'll try again in April or March or May or June or, or 2022, right? And there's nobody pulling you back in to say, yo, what are you doing? You were doing so well for the last couple of weeks. Let's go. Fine. You had a shitty weekend. Let's get back into it. Come on. Let's go. What are you doing, right? When you have no accountability and you're not being held accountable to anything, you're free to, to your own devices. You're going to make poor choices and you're going to feel sorry for yourself and you're going to find all the excuses in the world not to forge forward, okay? And again, I said, this is the same mistake that I've made multiple times. I'd start a diet by myself and then I quit. And who's going to get mad at me? My wife? No, she's not, she probably wasn't even aware that I was on a diet because I maybe didn't even tell her. Who, my friends, you who are, you know, my, my you know, following Dad Bodwad, you're not going to get mad at me. You don't know, right? So I personally have accountability coaches that I still check in with on a regular basis. You know, you need an accountability coach as well. Or, you need, at least need accountability buddies, right? People who are friends. Get into the private Facebook community and dad bod and say, hey, I'm looking for a, uh, an accountability buddy who wants to join an, an accountability group with me, right? Or say, hey, Kev, I need accountability and I'm curious, how does the Forging Lead Fathers program work? And I'd love to share some details with you about that, okay? But, you know, all, again, these are the three mistakes that I've made in my fitness journey that I don't want you to make, okay? I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made around your strategy, bouncing from strategy to strategy, your mindset, right? Having limiting beliefs that are holding you back and a lack of accountability, okay? When you get these three things dialed in, you're gonna get your health and fitness and nutrition dialed in and you're gonna start to accelerate and see massive results, I promise you, okay? Dude, you're awesome for listening. Thank you so much. If you found any of these tips helpful, I would love for you to leave this episode a five-star review and a comment in the reviews because when you leave a review, you help other guys like you find this amazing resource, this amazing community that we're all building together, right? So we can get more guys to create a legacy of health and fitness together, okay? So seriously, you are a legacy maker. I really appreciate you. In the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm playing around with this, my 21-day kickstart, and I wanna put together something really special for you for my 21-day kickstart and it's going to be amazing. So I'm going to share that with you in the next couple of weeks. Um, but until I do, I just want to, to, to throw that out there as a little teaser because it's going to be so awesome. and I'm, I can't wait to share it with you. All right. So until then, 
keep rocking, keep forging lead fathers, keep creating a legacy of health and fitness for you and for generations to come. Let's go. Go.